welcome to the Destined for Success podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and this podcast used to be called New Manager Media, Managed Right from the Start. Many of the concepts are the same, but there's a little shift. There's a shift because I know we are all destined for success, and I want to help you find the fastest, smoothest way to reach your highest best as quickly as possible. Join me in today's episode where you're going to come up with new ways to build your skills and influence others to make the impact you desire to make. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Welcome to Destin for Success. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and I'm so excited today because I have a friend with me today, Michelle Abraham. Michelle, we met back in the summer of 2018 in Las Vegas, I believe. We sure did. <laughs> and I said, I don't understand. I'm doing all the things and not all the things are working. And she was so kind. And she said, well, you don't have an audience. Of course, nothing's working. And I said, well, I don't know how to get an audience. And she said, a podcast. I said, I don't know how to do a podcast. And she goes, oh, but I do. So lo and behold, Michelle put together, set up my podcast, told me what to do. As of the day of this airing, this is podcast number 193. And we've had over 16,000 downloads. So obviously, Michelle, you were right. Awesome. I'm so proud of you. That's so cool. 16,000 downloads. That's awesome. I Very excitable. Very excitable. So when we worked together, you said you could do podcasts. Tell me what your business is and what you do. How do you help people get a podcast going or publish it? Or I don't even know the right terms. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's a good. So see, this is why it was so good because you don't even know what we do. We do it for you, right? <laughs> oh, okay. So those of you who are entrepreneurs listen, listening, there's that done with you, done for you. You know, how do you want your program? Michelle's is definitely a done for you. <laughs> yeah. Which is great because we recognize that you're an expert in what you do and you don't need to learn how to edit a, po a podcast or publish a podcast or any of those things. So, uh, my company is called Amplify You. Uh, we've been around for several years, but we really started, I started being interested in podcasting back in 2012 when I became a new mom. And, uh, you know, we became an avid podcast listener and I saw the huge impact it had in my life as a listener. And I thought, man, if this could be me, this had this impact on me, can you imagine how much of an impact it could be if I could help other people get their message out there and impact their listeners? So that's where I kind of got dove into the podcasting space and We've launched over 300 shows and manage about 65 shows a week. And uh, yeah, we, like you said, Jennifer, we do a done for you service. So we help you launch your podcast. And then once you're launched, we really uh, want you to focus on your zone of genius, which is not podcast management. So you record, send us a file, we do everything else. And your podcast magically gets to 16,000 downloads. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it is magic. And I, I had people ask me, that want to start their own podcast. And they're like, Oh, you have a podcast. Tell me, what do you do? And I said, 
oh, I sit in my office and I talk to myself and Michelle's team handles it from there. Like, I don't even know. Um, I know some of the words. I'm not quite as, you know, oblivious, but I can say with 100% certainty, I don't want to do it. Like, I don't want to do it. So I'm so grateful for you and your team and, you know, handling my stuff because something goes out every week. I try to be the good person who gets them turned in on time and early. And I am going to say, you know, with complete humility, I typically get them in by Wednesday afternoon, which is the, you know, cutoff date to get them to organize work and stuff. And sometimes I get them in really early and, and that makes it even better. But as, as we, you know, work together, you now have a mastermind, which has been amazing. I am in that group now. It's like Michelle shows up and I just throw money at her and we're having a conversation. And I said, Hey, I am getting certified in the emotion code. Do do you want to do a session with me? And she was like, Oh yeah, let's do that. So we got it on the books with, with her schedule. You know, it took a minute, but the important thing with that is The emotion code is based on the book called the emotion code by Dr. Bradley Nelson. And he is a retired chiropractor and has learned through his research and years in practice that emotions are energy. We all know that. Like if you didn't, you know, FYI, emotions are energy and they just kind of flow through us and by us. We can feel really upset about something for a minute and then it just, you know, it dissipates. It goes on. But there are times when an emotion traps in your body and they believe the size of a trapped emotion is about the size of a fist. So you can imagine (laughs) it's a lot. So imagine, you know, you start out as a kid, you're born having emotions and, and they just pass by, but then, you know, they, they hit you, they grip you size of a fist. There it is. So Michelle and I were were talking and I said, well, do you want to do some work with me? And she said, oh yeah, I'd love to. So in our session, we talked about abundance because wealth is more than just money, cash in the bank, although we all want money, cash in the bank, but there's that whole abundant lifestyle. What does abundance mean to you? You know, it's often freedom, it's health, it's um, the ability to do what you want to do, the ability to help other people. It just, you know, it's big. Abundance is big. So Michelle said, you know, um, I'm really fortunate. Life is good, but let's talk about abundance. Let's see what trapped emotions there are. So as we went through the process, we were able to identify by tapping into her subconscious five trapped emotions that were inhibiting Michelle from reaching the abundance that she had always wanted. And so I thought we need a follow-up on that. And so Michelle graciously agreed to be on the podcast. So we met on, I have it written down, February 24th. And on February 24th, we released five trapped emotions that are impacting abundance take it away. What happened then? Well, you know, I love the emotion code because it doesn't really feel like anything changes um, until time goes on. And so uh, I knew, so I've been in business a long time, but uh, my business growth has been really exponential the last two years. And so I had some big goals this year and, um, but I just wasn't, you know, 
wasn't quite getting, wasn't quite feeling the momentum of 2022. 2021 was a huge year for me. Um, we basically doubled our business. And so 2021, by the end of February, I felt like it was kind of off to a slow start. Um, and, you know, it's, and just to give people a little bit of perspective of my background is, you know, my parents love them to death, not so great at money. And, uh, you know, had lots of a few bankruptcies and a few failed businesses and some successful businesses and things. So I feel like I, I probably have a bit of a bit of abundance issues. <laughs> and um, but, they, you know, they weren't really presenting uh, at the moment, other than I was feeling a little bit stagnant in our in our uh, financial growth for the first couple of months of the year. And it wasn't actually until just recently when Jennifer invited me back on the show, invited me onto the show to kind of discuss what had happened since then, that I really was like, holy crap, Jennifer, you would not believe what had happened since the time that we met. And I just thought, I, I'd forgotten that we let this go and we'd forgotten that we'd done this work because as, soon after that, in the month of March and April, I was thinking of a new program that was a high ticket offer that I wanted to offer was $25,000. And I was thinking about this new program and I created it and I wrote it down and I thought about it. And next thing I know, I had four people come through my door, not related at all, totally random, wanting exactly what I just put out there in my head and on paper that I wanted to create, which was a year long program where they record all their content up front in um, all their podcast content in a, a retreat kind of set risk setting. So four clients at $25,000 each walked in my door in the month of March and April. And I'm here to tell you that that is a hundred K into my business that I was not expecting, nor would it was even on my radar. And I have to say, Jennifer, that is some crazy stuff, that body emotion code. <laughs> well, and I want to say it's a little bit of both and, right? Because you and I both talk about visualization, manifestation, mindset work, you know, both done a lot of that type of work and like I've done some research on it and a lot historically going back hundreds of years if not thousands of years like the most successful people had visions they manifested what they wanted and they had the mindset to make it happen so it kind of all goes together oh itchy nose when here sorry it all goes together and fits in so as you, as we work through the trapped emotions, it doesn't all happen in one session. The subconscious mind is so brilliant. Mm -hmm. It knows what you can release, how much you can release. And it has to process, like it has to process, it has to percolate. It has to like rearrange things. So you have this big vision, mm -hmm. then you wrote it down, which is very powerful. Uh, there is a study out there and I can't remember what the number is, but it's pretty substantial of thinking through something and having it go through from your brain out to the end of your pencil and handwriting is different than typing mm -hmm. and you put it on paper and it just, it just bolsters it, right? Like huge. So we release some emotions. Things are shifting. So the question becomes, would you like to shift some more? Heck yeah. <laughs> Let's see what happens this time. <laughs> Let's see what magic we can make happen. You set, bar, you set the bar pretty high this time. Now, income disclaimer, this does not going to happen to everyone, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is an income display. And, and there's, um, 
there's a level of belief and assumption that the client has to have. Like if you come in and say, this absolutely will never work for me, there's a chance you're going to make it not work for you. But if you come in, even with a healthy level of skepticism, like, I don't really know about this, but we'll see. Okay, fine. You've got the curiosity factor going in. As soon as you have the curiosity factor, you know, everything starts to happen. So for those of you who can't see this, so sorry for you. I have the emotion code chart from Discover Healing is the name of the company. And you can find it online and you can find it in the book. So I'm going to hold it up for the people who are seeing this on the YouTube. And so I'm just going to quickly going to ask, is it column A, column B, odd row, even row, and then narrow down the emotion and then we'll release it. So in doing this practice, which you can read the book, you can learn how to do it. I do it on myself all the time. However, there's something about having somebody else do it for you that it happens better. Michelle and I have been in other things together and they always pair us up to work on each other because that's important. So Michelle, do I have permission to tap into your subconscious and release yes, some trapped emotions? <laughs> so fun. So I use a pendulum. Uh, we have to use m- some sort of muscle testing to know that we're connected. Mm-hmm. What I like to do is use a pendulum. So with the pendulum, you ask it, show me a yes. For me, it goes forward and backwards. Show me a no. It goes in a circle and it's kind of going in a wild circle right now. And that's how you get the answers. Yes or no. And in order to tap into your subconscious, it needs to be a black and white yes or no type question. If you ask something really um, obscure or a compound question, like it, it doesn't know, it's not going to figure that out. You ask yes or no, it's going to get there. Is every single emotion you might ever feel on this chart? No. But the good news is it's enough for your subconscious to know what you're talking about. It will, it will connect with it. So first question, am I connected to Michelle? Yes. Are there trapped emotions around abundance that we can work on and release today? Yes. So uh, those of you who can't see, I'm holding my arm up, swinging the pendulum for the camera, but the way my camera is set up, I have to drop my arm. So those of you watching the video, my arm has been dropped. All right, so is the first emotion we release in column A? My answer is no. Is it column B? Yes. Is it an odd row? No. Even row? Yes. Is it row two? No. Is it row four? Yes. Is it depression? No. Frustration? No. Indecisiveness? Indecisiveness. Do you ever struggle with indecisiveness? I do. Yes, I do. Um, probably for a minute, like it's probably not a new thing. Mm-hmm. No, not anything for sure. So what I have found in doing this work, once an emotion sets in, once it, you know, makes camp, mm-hmm. we end up creating situations where it can happen over and over again, because mm-hmm. we may not like the emotion, but we know what it feels like. So indecisiveness is often tied to trust. You don't trust yourself to make the right decision. So you keep vacillating back and forth. What's going to be the best idea? What are we going to do? So let's see how long this has been trapped because we can get down roughly in an age. 
And sometimes you can actually remember what was happening at that age, which makes it even clearer. It's like crystal clear, seeing at the bottom of the Caribbean. So was this emotion trapped before the age of 20? Yes. Before 15? Yes. Before 10? Yes. Before five? No. At five? No. At six? No. At seven? No. At eight? So at eight years old, something happened that impacted you. And I was going to look. Last time, we did not have indecisiveness on your emotions we released. So something happened at eight. And we also didn't have eight years old before. Interesting. Okay, so let's just take a deep breath in. Have we released the motion of indecisiveness? Yes. Okay. Also disclaimer in the emotion code, they teach us to run our hand from our forehead to the base of our skull three times to release an emotion. However, I do other types of energy work and it works without that. So I'm just saying, if you're seeing me do this and you're saying she's not doing it right, I may not be doing it according to their protocol, but guess what? It works. All right. Is there another emotion we can release? Yes. Is it column A? No. Column B? Yes. Is it an odd row? No. Even row? Yes. Is it row two? No. Row four? No. Row six? Is it pride? No. Is it shame? Yes. Shame. And I think you used that word a few minutes ago. Shame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was this emotion trapped before the age of 20? Yes. Before the age of 15? Yes. Before the age of 10? Yes. Before the age of five? No. At five? No. At six? No. At seven? No. At eight? Again, eight, five. (laughs) What grade was I? Oh, grade, I was in grade three. Three Three-ish. Yeah, grade three. Hmm. It's very interesting because I see with clients that they'll have multiple things at the same age. Yeah. They may not remember what it is at the time, but they remember a couple days later. Yeah. And I think that's because the subconscious knows if you get hit with it all at one time, it could be overwhelming. So you release the emotion. So you have no emotional attachment anymore. Then you can remember. And then you can remember. Cause you're not mm. upset. All right. Let's take a deep breath in. <sighs> Have we released the emotion of shame? Yes. Is there another emotion we can release? Yes. Is it column a? Yes. Is it an odd row? Yes. Is it row one? Yes. Is it abandonment? No. Betrayal? No. Forlorn. It's forlorn. Forlorn. <laughs> And so forlorn is just a whole mess of emotions of unworthiness and sadness and disappointment. And it just kind of becomes even bigger because it's all uh, thrown in there together. So was this emotion trapped before the age of 20? No. Before the age of 15? No. Before the age of 10? No. Let's go the other way. Was it trapped after the age of 20? Yes. After the age of 25? Yes. After the age of 30? No. At 25? No. 26? No. 27? No. 28? 
So it was trapped at 28. So the big like conglomeration was at 28. Oh, we still have the eights going, girlfriend. I know. And you know what's funny is that eights is like eight is like a, a fine uh, abundance number, right? Eight is eight is abundance in numerology. <laughs> Interesting. Big impact because if you have all this thing happen at eight and 28, woo, yeah. all right, let's take a deep breath in. Have we released the emotion of forlorn? Yes. Is there another emotion we can release? Yes. Is it column A? Yes. Is it column B? Nope. Column A. Is it an odd row? Yes. Is it row one? No. Row three, it is. Is it crying? No. Discouragement? No. Rejection? Rejection? (laughs) We've all had some idea rejected, right? Yep. But the question becomes, when (laughs) did we hang on to it or let it go? Was this emotion trapped before the age of 20? Yes. Before the age of 15? Yes. Before the age of 10? Yes. Before the age of five? No. At five? No. At six? No. At seven? No. At eight? It is. We are still in the eights. Boy, eights. I can't make really this have up. You really think about that year. Well, I did have a teacher that was going through a pretty big divorce that year. <laughs> ah. had impact on, on my writing abilities as she was yelling at me. <laughs> you never know. All right. So um, is there anything more we need to know about this emotion? No. All right. Deep breath in. Have we released? Ago, em- huh? <laughs> that was a long time ago since I've been to eat. We carried it, that around for a while. <laughs> it, it was a minute ago, wasn't it? <laughs> Have we released the emotion of rejection? Yes. Is there another emotion we can release today? No. That's it. That's it. Cool. Your your subconscious knows, and it's interesting. All eights, eight, eight, twenty-eight, and eight. Also. Um, the subconscious releases them in the order they need to go, hmm. which is interesting. So first was indecisiveness, then shame, then forlorn, then rejection. And it's like, um, I don't like saying peeling back an onion because I hate onions. And the other day I thought, oh, it's like phyllo dough. Phyllo dough has all those layers or a croissant, all those layers. And we just, you know, peel off another layer, let it go. So I'll be very curious Mm -hmm. to know what is going to come for you next. Mm -hmm. Uh. Well, I'll sure be able to decide about it. (laughs) (laughs) Make better decisions. (laughs) Yeah, totally decide. Okay. So tell us what is going on business-wise for you. How can people connect with you? How can we, you know, support your abundance, obviously, because it's coming. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess the first question before that whole series would be, as we did that process, do you feel any differently? Did you feel any energy shifts or do you feel about the same? All are right answers. None are wrong. No, I feel like, I feel like there's this like lifting of like, um, I don't know how to explain it, but like, uh, it's a lifting of like a veil almost like it feels like a little bit lighter underneath there. It's like the, like a lifting of energetic, of an energetic field. 
yeah it feels good I feel actually more uh like it's like my eyes will are like open more like I don't know what I don't know what it is but they don't feel as heavy as they were feeling earlier <laughs> you probably have some more clarity over that offer you're gonna make right like go. your next yeah. big thing <laughs> exactly. I love it so what do you have going what's coming up yeah, great question. So uh, at Amplify You, we love launching podcasts. So if you're thinking about getting into the podcast space, like now is perfect timing. Not that there's a million podcasts, there's 2.8 million podcasts out there, but now is time for your message to be heard. Um, so we're always looking to help people launch their podcasts. We are also very excited about uh, helping anyone who is trying to do it themselves and still in the trenches when you should be doing your work of genius, which is the content creation. So helping anyone with managing their podcasts. And on June 17th, we have an amazing event coming up called Potapalooza, which Jennifer is going to be one of our featured podcasters there. Um, and it's a fun event. This event, there's no other in, like this in the industry because it's crazy. Um, so you can come in as a regular attendee and come and see all sorts of great speakers speaking about podcasting or about podcast guesting or about being a podcaster. Um, and then if you upgrade to VIP, you get to go and be interviewed by one of our 40 uh, featured podcasters. You can be interviewed on up to five podcast interviews that day. So it's really fun. It's an awesome uh, event. It's uh, all day long, June 17th, and uh, it's called Potapalooza. You can go find out more information at potapalooza.com. Well, thank you, Michelle. And one thing I want you to elaborate on just a tiny bit. And this is a conversation you and I had when we were talking about whether I was going to have a podcast or not. So let me back up one here. If you're thinking about having a podcast and you think you might have a message to share, Michelle is really a master at coming up with the name of your podcast and helping you get the content together for the first few episodes. So if you're thinking, oh, this is overwhelming, I can't really do it. Michelle and her team will, will help you do that. The second thing is if you've already launched your podcast, but you're thinking about quitting because you're, you know, you're not consistent, it's too hard, it's too time consuming, contact Michelle, her team, they can totally help you. But the one thing that Michelle said that was super important to me, she said people launch podcasts, she said there were what, 2.8 million podcasts, people launch podcasts, but then they drop off and they quit doing them and they're still out there. So it's still in the 2.8 million, mm -hmm. but they may not be actively uh, posting new, new episodes. Yeah. And Michelle and her team, like when I first started this, I was a little haphazard and they would like be hounding me, get me your stuff, get me your stuff. And now I'm so much better at it. But in the beginning, in the first year, I probably had two or three episodes that were like repeat episodes because mm -hmm. I hadn't gotten them together. But mm -hmm. let me just tell you, you can get into a routine and keep it going. But on that the piece where they launch a podcast and then drop it, what does that look like in the podcast world? Oh my gosh, it's called pod fade, right? And here's the, here's the theory on pod fade. If you can't get past episode 10 or 25, actually 75% of podcasts don't make it past episode 10. 
Isn't that crazy? And there's a, there's a reason for that is because the time spent in the um, creation stage wasn't spent correctly. So, um, you know, people start a podcast because they think they need one and they throw it up and they record a couple of things and off they go. Well, actually, if you're strategic about your podcast, it can be the most wonderful vehicle to grow your business, uh, not just from the people you meet on the interviews, but also having a stage for your own content and having um, a stage that you can offer people as a way to get to know other people like, hey, I've never heard no to the question. Would you like to be on my podcast? Like, hello, yes. <laughs> um, everyone says yes to that, right? So it's a great way to open doors and new relationships and build business, build your business that way. But the fact that people just rush through it and don't have any strategy behind starting their show means they didn't quite get the right content either, which means they are fading out and either running out of content or running out of um things to stay or they've run out of steam because they're trying to do it all themselves in something that's not their zone of genius so there's a few reasons for pod fade but we don't let any of our we don't let any of our clients pod fade (laughs) well no and I just want to say had I had to do all the pieces because Mm -hmm. everybody listening to this podcast you've heard them there's an intro there's an outro typically the same you know for a while and then you've got the middle part well there is an art and a science to putting that all together, the three pieces, then you have to upload it. Then you have to do the show notes. Then you have to post it places. So um, it become, it, I mean, it's a, it's a process. And I honestly, I didn't want to learn it or do it. And I'm so thankful for Michelle and her team because they just, they handle it for me and people get frustrated about their numbers And I don't know why my numbers go up. I don't know how or why I get new people. I know if you listeners would share my podcast, if you would leave a review, if you would give me five stars, if you do all those things, that would be helpful. Uh, Please, hint, hint, do that. Um, But also, it's just kind of a magical thing that just kind of happens. Yep. It's like, I remember explaining to you, it's like a snowball. You're rolling, pushing up the hill for a while there. And then now month after month after month, your download numbers are going up and up and up and up, which is awesome. <laughs> and you know, the download numbers are the only measure of success. It's also like, you know, the relationships you make, the people you meet and, you know, the, the return on your business too, uh, as well. That is really what makes a great podcast. And just to say you're a podcaster, that's pretty awesome too. <laughs> <laughs> It is. It's so much fun. And I, I do enjoy it. Somebody goes, you know, seriously, how do you do that? And I said, I don't know. I just sit here in my office and I just talk to myself and, <laughs> and I, you know, fingers crossed it lands somewhere. Obviously it does, but uh, it's kind of a fun thing. So Michelle, I'm going to be, you know, circling back to you in a month. I want to find out what has happened since we've released more trapped emotions. <laughs> I will put in the show notes, the book, the emotion code. So those of you who are interested in it, you know what it is a little bit. Um, And, you know, you can work on it on yourself or you can book a call with me. Link isn't going to be in the show notes So book a call with me to see if you think there's any way that I can work with you or help you. Michelle, thank you so much for your time because I know your calendar is packed. 
Well, I always have time for you, Jennifer. And guys, I would highly, highly, highly recommend having a call with Jennifer. It is amazing. She's so good at what she does. And she's got a whole other level of tricks under her hat there that she's not even showing you right now that, that she is just naturally intuitive. And it's such a great session. I really valued our, our time together. And I'm so grateful that you brought me on for another follow-up session here. But highly recommend working with Jennifer. It's been amazing. And oh my gosh, guys, if your story is even this quarter of as amazing as mine, <laughs> it's well worth it. <laughs> uh, and FYI, I did not ask Michelle to say that. That was an unsolicited, um, you know, promo there. So I didn't even tell her about that until just two minutes before the show. So yeah. <laughs> thank you for that, Michelle. And thank you for listening. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. taking your time to spend with me on this latest podcast of Destined for Success. Please take a moment to leave a review, share it with a friend, and subscribe and get the newest episodes every Monday morning. I'm Jennifer Takagi and I look forward to connecting with you soon.